Everyone is welcome at Lassiter's. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hall at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ, Kate, and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We overanalyze episodes of the Australian soap opera, Neighbours, and it's wonderful. I'm Vaya. I'm a freelance TV writer who never suspends disbelief. Kate is here, who tweets about Neighbours at Remude. Hi, everybody. And in for CJ, who's lost her voice. She's, so, but she will be contributing Madge-style voice memos this but episode. Not just in for CJ, just, you know, fabulous in her own right. Uh-huh. Stop it. Friend of the pod, friend of the LGBTQ community, presenting on Joy FM with Chicks Talking Footy and The Bench, Beck Dahl, hello. Hello, just call me Paul Robinson. Oh, yes. Mm. Have you got, we don't have spangles on today, but we're all in pink florals. So it's Mardi Gras-themed episode. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you covered Mardi Gras, but you didn't. You covered the AFL Women's League Pride match. That's right. The footy Mardi Gras, we call it. <laughs> yeah. There's rainbows. There's footy. It's basically yeah. this. There was drag queens there. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Did they have a kick of the footy? Yeah, they did. Beautiful. I loved it. It's great. In their heels? Yeah, Perfect. absolutely. In a way that I would not be capable of in any shoe. <laughs> so obviously big weekend, Mardi Gras weekend. I've just had a huge week. I went to Queensland and came back. That was the big achievement, returning. And I did see reports that you did fall off a pier. Yeah, into the boat. It was boat ramp, into the ocean twice. So I will now reserve my judgment on, on the next act of idiocy performed by Coil. Because <laughs> I was trying to get a better look at two crabs that were near the dock. And uh, was... oh, that does sound very gas can to be looking <laughs> for does. crabs, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I'm just looking for me crabs, mate. I took a step closer and the dock was wet and I just slid all the way down like a skateboarder into the drink. <laughs> and was KB all, yep. and he reached for me and he slid right in after me. <laughs> oh, how did your technology go? Uh, I had left it up on the ramp. He had his iPad in a bag, but the bag didn't get wet. Oh, thank goodness. Which is a relief because he'd taken his phone into the pool the day before. Oh, God. So it's just, we're not holiday people usually. So it's just a lot. It's just a big deal. Unsafe around water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I climbed back up onto the pier to clean up the bread that we were using to feed the fish and then I slid back into the water. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're being conscientious. That's going to be – that's my equivalent of the 35th anniversary <laughs> that's se- right. um, aquatic drama. So you've just got to slide in one more time to get your three. Yeah. I don't know what your five is going to be. Cause, so the big thing is three and five, they're advertising – Three deaths and five weddings. Just too many weddings. Neighbours Endgame is the part that really got me. That startled me. I know it's an Avengers takeoff, but it, to me it looked like they're ending the whole show. That's what yeah. I actually got a bit nervous yeah. from now. Are we going to do our predictions on who the three and the five are? Well, some people are wondering if Clementine counts the cat as a death. No, that, but I think it's all in the one week. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, so who do you guys think? I haven't watched the promo, by the way. I'll do it at the end of this. Okay. I think Ellie, Finn... And it's going to be one of, like, Lucy or Prue or, like, someone we don't care someone about. Peripheral. If it was yeah. Prue, that'd be great. Okay, now, I agree on the Ellie and Finn. I'm going to put in a wild card here. Sean. He'll come back from the dead just to die again. Wow. I Since we decided that he wasn't really dead, I'm thrilled with him, the idea of him coming back. Actually, so, that would be good. Yeah. And if Finn killed him. <gasps> and he'd be triggered, like the good brother, you yeah. know. Yeah. 
it would also sort out custody issues mm. over oh, Asta. Yeah. Although, um, hang on, you don't like me using the word custody. No, I don't, but yeah. I let it go. She okay. doesn't like anyone using the term. Because no, because it's, it's not a thing. Because it indicates possession. Correct. See, Vey, I've taught yeah. you well. well I like it. It'll sort out any issues as to who Asta lives with. Well done, Kate. Yes, lovely. Beck is also our resident legal eagle, so she can weigh on. I can. I wonder what Mr. and Mrs. Webb were in for this week. They had a consultation with Rebecca Law. Oh, God, I saw that and I thought, just the, get The dark out. web? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get out. No one go there. It's not no. safe. Nobody ever goes in. Nobody <laughs> ever comes right. out. Oh, so, but who's your thoughts on oh, the, the deaths? Oh, I haven't put a lot of thought into it because so I have been in – I was on Magnetic Island. I was on island time. The minute I set foot, firstly it was like 35 degrees and like 90% humidity so I couldn't function. But I just was like, I can't think about anything neighbours related for seven days. So I, don't, I think Finn's going to survive this. Ah. Mm. Because that just to torture people from the, behind bars like Rob Rob. Oh, that's, that's, I like that. And um, he's, he's awesome, Millsy. It'd be nice to yeah. have him come back if he gets conked on the scone. Again. I hope he doesn't have to come back as a 19 year old again. That's been yeah, insufferable. Boring. I mean, it doesn't look good for Ellie. No. It does not look I mean, good. Con- contractually, it doesn't look great it's for Ellie. No. And uh, Susan Carl would have some great material to work with there. And B. Yeah. Who else is there? Who's expendable? Mrs. Punt. Um, I've seen a few theories that it might be Pierce. Because I think that, what, what could be amazing. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, Mrs. Punt's not gone anyway. I think it could be quite amazing if they kill Pierce and then Chloe inherits everything. Ah. And she can buy Lassiter's completely and those moles that were like you can't work here ah. like pretty woman style you can't shop here she's like well you work for me now assholes interesting <laughs> interesting um i'd be totally fine with pierce dying yep family law wise what about his will like wouldn't hendrix and alana be looking at getting a good well it depends what he, i don't think his will would leave everything to chloe it would leave something to his accidental children unless he didn't update it maybe when they cut him out He's like, well, fuck you, and he left everything to Chloe. Yeah, maybe. But the kids could still make a claim on the will, including the island. Islands in the street, that is what we are. I love that he's just bought the island to set us up yeah. for Death Island. It's a little bit Agatha Christie, isn't it? It is. And then there were none. Yeah, exactly. But like when he said, I own an island, I'm like, well, there's not that many islands in Victoria. We're we talking French island or Phillip Island? He said, <laughs> look, hey, he said off the coast. Now, he didn't say which coast. As opposed to islands that aren't off the coast. Yeah, that's all he said. Is it New Zealand? Does he own New Zealand? Is Tasmania? It, is it where did Gazcan go? Indonesia, Ma- Thailand? Maybe it's like Tuvalu. <laughs> own dot TV. Oh, and he's giving that island to Chloe so she can run the fire festival or whatever she's going to do with it. I would look. If someone said they were giving me an island, I'd be like, so it's undeveloped. So we're going to have to like sort out the whole sewage system, like getting water. This sounds like a massive pain. And Just buy me a resort that I can run. And our friend of the pod, Sammy No Pants on Twitter, who lives on an island, Fun an island far away from me. was talking about how there's so many vacant blocks of land because you can buy the land affordably enough, but then you have to spend hundreds of thousands of, thousands of dollars shipping over all your building materials ah. and... It's just not worth people's money. They'd have to get Amy back to do that as well. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Lassiter's Island. Oh, actually, that's an idea. My island, Lord. My island, Lord. I feel like every time we say island, you have to put in an island sting. 
like either Christine Anu. Either Christine Anu is my island home or Benny's got Find an Island. Or Islands in the Stream. Or maybe maybe a different one each time. There's enough island songs out there. So we've had some big returns this week. We're it's getting pumped up. Clearly the 35th anniversary has had some budget because guest stars are plenty. Do you reckon some of the regulars are like, sweet, I'll take some annual leave? Yeah, like Dippy and Shane haven't yeah. seen them barely all week. Ned. Like, who, who cares about them when we've got the Samazan? Oh, Bruce Samazan. That was wonderful because I think I actually – okay, we'll get to him. You know he had like his own hip-hop track back in the day. Of course well, I do. Nothing surprises me at this juncture. I, like, I, I know you'd know that, yeah. but they are, I reckon, mine. <laughs> Uh, and if that's not the outro, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. I was probably listening to Daniel Amam over on Home and Away. <laughs> Honey dip. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Wow. Smash Hits magazine really taught us some stuff, didn't it? All right. Neighbours Council business. The business again. Marley joined Patreon. Oh, welcome, Marley. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash neighbours pod. I just, I nay binged this morning and I uploaded all my reactions to the Patreon lens video feature. So that's one of the perks you get. Uh, great to have you on board. That's it. We're going to get st- stuck straight in because we're gearing up to the 35th anniversary. This week we had some A-plus returns. Firstly, Beck, how do you feel about detective mechanics? Come back. Oh, I've been waiting to come back to you guys to talk about that because, you know, I have the horn for Mark Brennan, something shocking. Even though his beard looks like my dad from the early 80s. Um, now, Kate, I don't, your dad may be a very attractive man. I don't know, but... <laughs> The beard really tip like if I didn't have the horn before, I love the beard. It just gives him a sense of like rugged gravitas. Melbourne hipster. Yeah. And he's got this one little curl that pops down the middle of his forehead. I just want to touch it. Yeah, I am I am beside myself with joy about the return of Mark Brennan. I can't even tell you. It's all I could think about really for much <laughs> this week. So what's your thoughts on Paige returning? Oh, I love Mark and Paige. I actually want them to be in love and be together forever. So what, what's the what's the um, Tumblr term? One true love or something? Oh, like, yeah. one true pairing, OTP. Yeah. Is end that, game. It... That's end game. Oh, that's the couples that end up together. Although so I... is Paige his? Yeah, I think well, so. It has to be. It certainly wasn't Steph. She, had the, she, she and former father had the chemistry of a dishcloth. Oh, excuse me. He's got a new name now and it's former, former father. <laughs> Just three more letters to Twitter, but that's okay. Because he has rediscovered the priesthood. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm just going to have a nap while you talk about it. He walked walked in to the scene and I didn't notice. Like I was just distracted by something. He was was the OG dry toast. Yeah, he he got half his dialogue out and I was like, oh, hello. It's you. (laughs) Just what we asked for. I have to say, I had my mum staying with me last week. Now, she's not a regular neighbours watcher, but when she stays with me, she watches it and she... Like, says she can usually keep up with what's going on, even a couple of months. She said to me this week, like, in a genuinely stressed fashion, well, I don't know who all these new people are and I can't keep up. And when he came on the screen, she's like, who's he? And I said, literally, don't worry about it. <laughs> I said, I'll explain everyone else to you, but literally don't worry about it. And I thought there's no point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some great discussion on the council about how you can't just decide to go back to the Catholic priesthood if oh, you've left. Because I think that would solve a lot of problems if you could dip in and out. Because it, he has to be approved by the Vatican to That's go back what in. I thought too. I was I was harking back to the 13 years of Catholic education my parents had paid for and thought I'm sure there's a rule about this. There's lots of rules that I get followed. Yeah, true. I also thought though my idea for him was he could go and become an Anglican priest because they can get married and have kids and then they wouldn't have to break but, up. Yes, and be like a high Anglican priest which is fairly close to yeah. Catholicism. Excuse me, Beck. Is this like changing footy teams though? 
you barrack for the crows, could you just one day go, ah, oh, you know, they're not renewing my membership. I might go over to the Eagles or something. Oh, that's a good point, actually. I feel very differently about this, Vay. Now you've made it very real for me. No, he has to stick with the Catholics. Okay, I've changed my mind. <laughs> So Louise on the council said, Catholic neighbours rant, when someone wants to leave the priesthood, they technically need the Pope to release them from their vows. Becoming a priest isn't like getting a job at Lassiter's. You can't just decide and then start the next day. Do you know, my auntie refuses to buy hot cross buns until the week of the, and I forgot the special name for it, the week of the Holy, holy, holy Week. week. Yeah. Holy Week. She's, I mean, they, if they want to sell them all year round, that's, that's fine, but Joke. they should they just should just not put the cross on. Oh, Joke's on you, lady. <laughs> The real scene would be, Jack, I want to rejoin the priesthood because I'm an indecisive shit and the church's pro-fathers <laughs> abandoning their children, right? Jack writes a letter to the Vatican. Many months later, Pope says no. How about a root? <laughs> the, the Pope is not in a position to be turning back new old recruits. And I said, with his earnest good looks, I reckon he'd be better off signing up with Hillsong and then he'd be able to keep his glamorous baby mama and giant son. Actually, they would be poster kids, wouldn't they, for yeah. Hillsong? Then he'd have to but, put out a single. But Louise made the very good point that he seems to be looking for a religion high on social justice but low on ostentatious spiritual devotion. He'd fit right into the hot priests of Rome calendar, though. I've got that. You Get out yeah, of town. I'm not even joking. I've had it like the last, I don't know, five years. It's really good. You know there's a fireman version you can get. Nah, the priest, I can't even. My mum <laughs> oh bought my it for God. me the first Actually, time about 10 years ago and now I'm just obsessed with it. Isn't old mate a fireman in real life? Yeah. Um, uh, former, former, former father. Whatever his real name is, he volunteers for the Country Fire Association. Oh. You know what I thought was going to happen? I thought him... And Mark Gottlieb were going to be in love with each other. Well, that's what Paige thought. That would have been a much more fascinating story. So Olympia Valance's Paige Smith returns because she wants some me time. She's left Gigantor up with his dad in, we don't know where, because she just kept saying Queensland. And I had to take a two-hour flight to get from one part of Queensland to another. Queensland's big. It's the GC, I reckon. The tide's taken them all out to the Gold Coast. Um, And maybe Drab does day trips up to Noosa or something. So she's back to have some time out. Her marriage is on the rocks, which, surprise, surprise, or her relationship, sorry, they're not married, as everyone reminded her. I'm, I'm shocked they were still together. Yeah. Like, is everybody genuinely shocked by that? Yeah, I thought, oh, they would have broken up ages ago. Well, okay, the first year or two would have been stuck in the baby era, mm. the baby phase. I feel you know. like he stalked her up there. Like, she's like, I'm going. Mm. He's like, oh, I'll come too. Oh, fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she was, well, so she spots him with Mark Gottlieb, Bruce. Samazan. Now, I had a lovely wave of nostalgia because, you know, I always talk about how I watched Neighbours in the 90s, the Billy Kennedy era. I think I actually started right about the Holy Roll time ah. when, when Mark found the, an era. when he found the priesthood and he started the Holy Roll Cafe. So good. I'd really like to see when people actually start watching or start dropping off from watching Neighbours because I kind of feel like the religion storylines are the bits where people go, nah, nah yeah. not for me. What did you send me, Kate, this week? I didn't watch it, that video clip of him and Lucy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Neighbours actually um, shared it on their socials. And it was a scene from when they reintroduced Lucy as a character at some stage. She's working as a quote-unquote go-go dancer. Fantastic. And she was, to quote Mark himself, I didn't expect to see the girl next door jiggling around on a go-go box. Well, wake up and smell the roses, friend. And everyone sounded a little bit more bogan back in the day. (laughs) And so now there seemed to be a connection reigniting with Lucy and Mark. Because for the longest time, so Mark Gottlieb comes back because he met um, Jack on a Christian forum. 
Love it. Hello. Hello, lads. It must have been, I can't remember, was Mark himself an actual priest or did he, was he trying to take his vows? I only remember Samazan in the collar. I thought he made a comment though that he never quite got, he was going to become a priest and then he didn't because then he He became a chef instead. And he was tempted by Annalise. (laughs) I mean, he nearly married Annalise, remember? Yeah, didn't he leave her at the altar? Yeah, for God. For God. But I don't think he ever actually went to God. I just, I really, like how CJ, she only sees Mark Brennan in his police vest. I only see Mark Gottlieb in his dog collar. So maybe he was cosplaying to try it it on. But yeah, he owned the holy roll. So he worked in, well, you know, Dippy's Cafe. He's like a footballer. He's got a side hustle while he plays because it can't pay all the bills forever. That's right. But I have to say, just as a side note, that Annalise's wedding dress was hideous and it does not, it was not a classic dress of the 90s. They're now, so Tarage is now shilling for um, trying to get these local wedding dresses and she, she's slim pickings because she's asking Chloe and Ellie. <laughs> it's not good. Well, Ellie's cursed dress. Chloe's fair enough. She's married a billionaire. She probably made the social pages. But Ellie's dress, I, although I would I would totally go to an expo of jilted yes. weddings. I just, I just want to go to the Neighbours Wedding Dress Expo. I want to see um, Rebecca's one with the grass stains on it. Yep. Dude, she was tackled by Lynn Scully at the front of the house, remember? That's right. I just want Donna's pink frou-frou number. That was, that was cute, yeah. I reckon they'll be there though, won't they? Isn't Gotta this be. what's going to happen uh, on that episode? I was discussing with you guys how I went to see Miss Fisher's movie on Friday night. The audience for that is the same audience who would go and see the yeah, Neighbours Wedding Dress true, Expo. Actually. Come on, guys. Yeah, your mum would be down, Beck. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, would, she would fly over just to see it. <laughs> so, okay, Paige and Jack break up. And not before time because she's going for her crop top runs with Detective Mechanic. Just like old times. I loved it. I loved it. I just, oh, please let this be the long con. Sucker him in once again just to say, you know what, mate? You think I'd forgive you for arresting me on our wedding day? And she's like, she's knocked up. She thinks it's his. She gets to the altar. She's like, oops, it's Jack's again. (laughs) Sucker. I was worried because... Olympia's just been an absolute star on playing for keeps as Talia. And I thought there is absolutely no way she can go back to Paige after being Talia, who's just well, Olympia, f- formidable. Olympia's been signed up for a number of gigs on Channel 7 now. Doing what? She's going to be the on-field commentator for Holy Moly. Yes, a reality TV show about mini golf. Okay, there are a lot of words you may have both and just been about to say, but those are not the words that I was expecting to hear. I, I think she's better. And I think she's going to be a judge on whatever talent competition they have. Is it Australia's Got Talent on Channel 7? I know, it's probably going to have the Channel 7 touch of shoot. Well, she should just be Paige and she should be Talia and she should do nothing else. So the end of my thought there was that the minute she put that crop top on and was back in her Paige active wear, I was like, she's back. This is She's back, guys. She was seamless into yeah. Paige. And she clearly, the Queensland humidity was gone. She'd straightened her hair and she was back mm-hmm. in her Melbourne glam. I just, I, I love her interactions with Tarage. It is surprising that Tarage didn't just call Loz to get the story. Yeah, that's true. they share a grandchild. You'd think they'd ah. be on the phone all the time. I thought the whole thing was a bit weird. I don't think we needed to see former father, father, present father, former, whatever. But to get Mark back, Gottlieb, true. I liked that as the vessel. It was weird that they are in this counselling forum together, but whatever works, guys. Tempted by God. And then they're paving the way for all these weddings at this expo, which, gross. Don't get married in an expo. I think some of them are going to be a bit naff. Like Mark and Lucy, it's going to be a bit naff. It's like a friend of a friend of a friend 
whose partner married his ex in an Ikea as part of a competition. Oh, dear me. <laughs> it's very like that, actually. I know someone who had their re- wedding reception at Alassia in Sydney Road. What's that? It's the Turkish restaurant. Yeah, but that's, that's normal that's having what, it at a restaurant. Fine. Have you been there? It's yeah. like, oh, well, if you haven't been there, okay. it's, it's <laughs> wow. Okay. It's no less. Is it a little rustic? It's very rustic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Friday, the 28th of Feb, day before Leap Day, 2020, hashtag everyone's welcome at Lassiter's. They sure are. Former cast, current cast, everyone's in. And everyone's welcome is the Lassiter's pride slogan. They've monetized to to piggyback off of everyone's welcome on Ramsey Street, last year's neighbours, Mardi Gras float team. Exactly the same logo. Yeah. But we have to say, not everyone is welcome at Lassiter's. That one person is Evil Finn. That's right. And I back that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Lucy's the only person with half a brain in that whole street. There was a scene, we can mention it now, but there was a scene where Lucy advises Finn that he's not welcome on the premises because there's going to be a lot of media coverage of the event. I'd just make up some crap saying, mate, we'd lose our liquor licence. Bugger off. Also, her point's already valid. Like, he was going to kill the entirety of the high school population. That's right. And then some. I don't care if you don't remember it, mate. It's in the papers. Yeah. Yeah. No one else seems to care, but Lucy's smart enough to realise. Can't can't we just send him off to that village of the damned in Ararat or something? (laughs) And there's this moment where he says to Lucy, this is discrimination. You're asking me to leave. I'm asking for your cooperation. David is my friend. This is discrimination. I am well within my rights to refuse you entry. Now, please, I do not want to make a scene. Excuse me, Finn, (laughs) amnesia terrorist, (laughs) Kelly. You are in an LGBTQI-friendly event. You do not know discrimination. That's right. Don't don't bring your cis white male privilege to this one, bro. Murderous privilege. Like, there's a young trans girl there who probably had the crap beaten out of her in Burke, okay? You do not know discrimination. Get out of the pub, go home and watch the telly. Watch the SBS coverage like everyone else at home. That's right. That's, whew. Okay, so we open this episode with the beeping. Vin is triggered by the incessant beeping of a cot alarm. It's funny, I, I never used one of those because I, I feel like it can probably lead to more anxiety in your life. Yeah. But my first thought was unplug it. But then I actually did some research and it turns out those pads are all battery powered. But you know what? The other thing you can do is take it outside. Let it beep to its death outside. Well, my first thought was grab the kitchen shears and hack it up. <laughs> there was literally a million things you could do and none of them required Finn to be involved. And Ellie screaming at her uncle for being a tight ass. Yeah. Like, have that conversation a different time. Yeah, I thought that was very unfair to Carl Kennedy. Carl had gone down the op shop and bought a cut price baby breathing sensory pad. It's probably already soaked in baby piss or something. That's why it wasn't working. (laughs) But all Ellie should have done was, thanks, Carl, that's really sweet. Take it home. Buy the one you wanted to buy. Yeah, get the the bloody booty one that's all the rage these days. Just whatever's certified by the SIDS SIDS website. Maybe stop drinking, Ellie. That might help (laughs) SIDS. Yeah, she was not straight on the margaritas yeah. at Mardi Gras. Yeah. So this beeping goes off. Carl, he's got a bugger off to a shift. He can't help her. For once in his life. He's finally rostered on. He can't lose this shift. Finn goes round. And all they really do is yell at each other over the beeping. Put the speakers outside. <laughs> yeah, I just, it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. But look, we needed a, something to trigger Finn. And it's always Ellie. She's the trigger. Yeah. Put the baby in the pram. Take her for a spin in the car. Whatever. Why was the whole cosh in the dining room? 
Because um, Coil was installing it there. He had to wheel it out into the kitchen so he could see it. The pimped up cot that the Darren boys I just decorated. That thing wouldn't fit through a doorway. That's It doesn't make sense. She went to the baby's room, spent five minutes installing it. This is, it's bizarre. Maybe she got the slim line. <laughs> but we did get an excellent trigger, so it was worth every second. <gasps> oh, it was, it was like Jim Robinson bauble in his eyeballs. It was a lot. And one of my favourite shots of the week, actually, Kate Kendall directed, noticed. Ah. He, it starts beeping, he grabs his head, which made me think, is his aneurysm back? No, the aneurysm's fake, isn't it? No, something happened. His aneurysm burst. I can't remember. I get confused. Maybe it's back. I don't know. But he comes running out of the Branaka house, clutching his head, and there's lurching. Yeah, there's this big pan of the street, like a crane shot, and then he runs into the Kennedy house, and you never ever get to see characters leave from one house and go into another house. That was great. But what did he see? He saw Susan pushing him off the cliff. He saw... I was just bedazzled by his eyeballs. I'm trying to think um, what else he, he saw. I think he saw himself grooming Xanthi. Oh, nearly running over um, Chloe, which I'd totally forgotten about. Oh, or too. hitting her with the car. Yeah. A lot of stuff was coming back to him. Yeah, she's put that to bed. Yeah. She? Then he ran into the Kennedys and he kind of ran over to the kitchen and I reckon he remembered the, the T-Box camera oh, there. Because oh, then yes. he, he looked, he like kind of stopped and he ran back again. And He's probably perplexed. He's like, why did I put it in the T? Okay, that's confusing, sure, but sure, who, okay. who has a T-Box? Oh, well done, me. <laughs> Uh, and I'm a bit perplexed by the Kennedys at this stage because they know they've got an amnesiac living with them who's had psychopathic tendencies. No one has had, and David I include in this, no one has had a game plan for if his memory decided to gradually or suddenly return. Good point. So no one was ready, like, this could be quite scary, mate, if it comes back bit by bit. Here are some symptoms you can look out for. If this happens, talk to me and don't worry, I'm not going to tell the fuzz yet. But no one's got a plan. So people are starting to notice he's acting skittish and then he keeps saying he's got headaches. And B and Ellie are being really blasé about his headaches. Like, okay. But I don't think B really gives two shits about him though. Like she <laughs> never cares about anything. She's like, oh, your dad, oh, whatever. But she cancelled her Lassiter's. She was going to be the wedding singer at the expo. <laughs> I love that scene where Carl was like, help me to choose songs and they suggested they do a duet and Lucy was like, nah, that's not my thing. <laughs> Also, he wanted to do all love songs. Don't do a duet with your niece about love. Actually, that's, that's creepy. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Look, do wedding... islands in the stream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I, look, I couldn't be more excited about Evil Finn coming back. I was so bored of him. Mm. But now I've started to see his eyes go shifty mm. and his, you know, his vlogs. Fin up. Yeah. Fin up, He's yeah. documenting it all. Portrait, because I guess he wants to also put them on Insta stories. Well, you know, this morning I was actually, I had a moment of confusion. <laughs> I was watching Rob Mills' Insta yeah, story and I was do. like, I was like, oh no, a different guy. Yeah, same guy, different. We know because Mil- Millsy has glasses and Finn, yes, that's, Finn doesn't. that's how I can tell. Yeah, that's a good okay. Also, like Finn's got like visions of people in his eyeballs. Yeah. But actually previous Finn wore glasses. Yeah, he did. So something happened with the prescription there when he lost his memory, gained sight. <laughs> I, f- I feel the, the glasses make him look more distinguished. I agree. Oh, he's a beautiful man. Now, we do need to address a blooper that was pointed out to us in the council. Oh, that was great. The extended Kennedy clan walk into the pub um, with Susan holding the lovely baby Aster. I swoon every time they put that baby into Susan's arms. It is such yeah. a precious look. So Gaz kind of like glances at the baby as the baby goes past. But then when the pram goes past, he sticks his hand into like tickle the baby and go, oh, type thing. The clearly empty pram. <laughs> but what I love though is if you look, he then sort of looks towards the baby. Like I think he realised once like, he did it. And I fucked it. 
And I always <laughs> wonder whether they were like, oh, we'll just keep it in, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know what? That's the fuck it bucket right yeah, there, yes. that one. As Liz pointed out two episodes ago. But also plausibly, Gary's pissed. Yeah, good point. He's like, oh, there's a baby, there's a brown. He's had his margaritas. That was Abby who pointed that out on the council. Thanks for noticing, eagle eyes. At this point, we should talk about their outfits. Oh, <gasps> my God. I'd like to start with Jackie Woodburn. I think she wore that yes. suit at the, gold, the actual the, Mardi Gras. The gold sequined blazer. And I think matching pants. Yeah. What a queen. Fabulous. Just a class act. I really thought that was tasteful, as opposed to Carl. Who was a rhinestone cowboy without the rhinestones. That was hilarious. And that's and Finn picked him up on that as well. I love that. My favourite was um, Therese in that gold dress. She looked amazing. Mm. Like just gold sequins, her bosoms heaving out. I, w- I just thought that was amazing. I feel like that was Beckel Maloglu, like finally I get to be myself on this show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and look, let's be honest, her and Lucy Robinson have been having a boob off all yeah. week and I think she won that day. Uh, Kate, did you have any standouts? I think my favourite was probably Ellie in her, stri- her oh, stripy sequins. It did look, uh, yeah, classy, um, glam. Least favourite though, Chloe in her sequined basketball yeah, well, guernsey. Take weird. me out to the ball game. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Asta's pram also, which oh, had yeah. a rainbow sort of thing um, over pom-pom. it, which I liked. Yeah. Um, worst dressed I would give to my one true love, Mark Brennan, who just put on a Hawaiian shirt. I don't think he quite understood. Well, because he saw Aaron, he probably saw Aaron and David leave the house to catch a plane oh, in their yeah, Hawaiian shirts true. and he thought, that's the gay uniform. Oh, yeah. Maybe he just go, I'll get on the Googles and I'll Google uh, Australian gay icons and then there was just like lots of pictures of Peter Allen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe it was a note to Peter. Maybe Mark's smarter than I thought. Actually, I have to say, I did like Millsy's um, rainbow t shirt oh, as well. Cute. It was, was a yarn dyed rainbow mile t shirt. It looked a little uh, 90s hyper color, though, which would make sense if he thought he's younger <laughs> That's than right. he was. I was a bit confused about everyone's, um, what do you call it? The, oh, like beda- the jewels. Bedazzlers. Jewels? I like, thought they were beautiful. I was like, oh, I wish I could wear them in everyday life. Yeah. It's a little I bit wasn't exotic. sure about that. Hello looked beautiful with it on. Oh, Hallow and Hendrix. Okay, let's we'll get to that. Yes, we'll get to that in a moment because that was precious. I loved Mackenzie's jacket and hair, but I thought the top she wore under the jacket didn't really go. No. But it's fine. You do you. It's all about. You know what else I loved when Mackenzie yeah. said, you know, I never thought I would see people like me being accepted. Harlow was like, not just accepted, celebrated. And yeah. I was like, yes, I love that. So Finn's not welcome at the waterhole. He overhears Lucy on the phone and is like suddenly stalking her, just coming up the hallway behind her. Yeah, he's got like the twitchy the hands. hands. I love that. that. That he's like some top-notch soap acting right like, there. Um, is that a Simpsons moment? Is it Millhouse or someone that has uh, Bart? Or is it Sideshow Bob? Tweet us the Simpsons moment with the character clenching his hands. But then um, Lucy must have been talking to Christos and she said, oh, you tell my daughter how much I love her. And that's when he like snapped out. He's like, oh, love, love is my, my nemesis. <laughs> but then he goes home. He's got another headache. No one's worried. No one gives two nah. shits. He just went straight back into the pub. Like he's like, oh, well, you've been banned, but I'll just come back in here to tell you that I'm just going home. So finally, we've got the Harlow and Hendrix hookup. Oh, my God, I loved it. I loved the scene earlier in the week where his dad's trying to egg him on to go and chat to her because they had a moment the previous week where she um, sneezed, sneezed in, his, in his face. So Hendrix wants to try and strike up that moment again and his dad's like, go chat to her, go chat to her. He goes and talks to her and he becomes a bumbling mess. So good. He told her her hair looked healthy. Did you want something? Oh, your hair looks nice. Uh, uh, sorry? Uh, I mean, 
Um, your hair looks healthy. Yeah, what, what shampoo do you use? I need a switch. Um, I'm not too sure. Therese buys it. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll ask her then. First, she said it looked nice, and she didn't know how to take that compliment. And I'm like, that's one of the best compliments. Yeah. Like, just own that. And I know CJ had a problem in the council that Harlow couldn't remember her own shampoo. Yeah, I'm with her on that, actually. Because you stare at it every day. Yeah. Unless Tarage has gone zero waste, gets a reusable bottle, takes it down to the salon and has it refilled. Nah. Okay. (laughs) Seems unlikely. She gets takeaway with all the trimmings. She's not bringing her own pots to the the takeaway restaurant. True. So, in which case, Harlow, become a more detail-focused person. At Mardi Gras, he has another crack and they have a nice, sweet convo. On her first... Mackenzie goes over to him and does the excellent best friend work where she basically says, you know, Harlow's up for it. And he says, oh, I didn't know she was up yeah. for and it. And if you hurt her, I've had that combo with yeah. many a fella. Yeah. If you screw her over, you are dead yeah. to me. But it was like Hendrix was surprised to find out that she was up for it. And then he went and then, oh, they talked about how they both have, you know, fucked up parents. And then they kissed and my heart melted. No. The only blemish on that was that his dad was watching. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That was creepy. I've got to say, once I accidentally like got drunk and patched a guy in front of my mum and dad and it wasn't ideal. <laughs> I bet they didn't want to see it either. No. I think it was worse for them. Probably. Was there a conversation afterwards? No, we all just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, I um been with my partner 10 years and I think we've barely pecked on the cheek in front of my folks. <laughs> Let alone all your neighbours and friends and your dad and your stepmom. Oh, well, it's Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's welcome. Now, we have some of these moments that I think were partially recorded a year ago when it was 2019 Mardi Gras, when the whole neighbours cast was flown up to participate in the float and seeing all their beautiful outfits. They all flushed back to their old outfits was just wonderful because they all looked a million bucks. Now, if I remember something from last year, was that they had to go and hire all their and hire and pay for their own outfits. Oh, right. Because I know that April went to the costume hire place in Gertrude Street. Okay. And she like went as a feather headdress yeah, showgirl. Showgirl, yeah. Mm. And Ned and B, Ben Hall and Bonnie were in matching like um, Bollywood style, like Aladdin and Jasmine. Oh, that's right. Gold spanglies. I really wish that the whole cast was there in the show. Me too. It, I felt a little isolating having just David and Aaron up there. That's what I thought because I thought they were all there. I thought, why couldn't, you know, Lasseter's have sponsored a trip? Why People could have Cl- died on the way back if you need a few deaths. Or... Why wasn't Chloe there? Like, she's yeah. she's representing the B there. I actually yeah. thought, and obviously Roxy had used up all their scenes because I really felt her presence missing yes. on Friday. But I thought, yeah, we're having a Lasseter's float. Our whole flagship hotel staff will be there, which means... Puffy, mm. Roxy, Chloe, Sheila. She- oh, Sheila. I was looking at some stock photos of Jackie Woodburn last night. Jackie and Alan and um, David and Aaron. I'm just going to yeah. mix characters and actors. But who was lurking in the background? Gazcan. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think we need to see Gazcan on the float. Well, he's not He's not a staff member. So that's, that's fine. That's fine. They would have had to have like kind of CGI'd him um, out. I did feel they were a little lonely up there. It was beautiful to see them on the float. That, so that's why the Woodall had their celebration to, so everyone could watch the parade. Before that, though, Darren had a tour of duty around Sydney. Um, the way Aaron saw Paris is just to take selfies in front of monuments, like yeah. the sign for Oxford Street. I didn't love that whole bit in Sydney. Well, they're, they're bumping into famous people. Um, I didn't mind the cameos. I did mind that they were taking photos in cafes and hashtagging at Lasseter's. Like, 
Yeah, that's a bit weird, but isn't you're not it? at Lazarus. That's like going to sports girl and hashtagging Harris scarfs or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these are the things you can go to free within walking distance from Lasseter, Sydney, maybe? Maybe. All right, let's discuss. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, they've confirmed there is a Lasseter, Sydney. Oh, so there we go. Yeah, add, add to the list. Yeah. yeah. So firstly, they bump into Mick, the old rough trade stalker, Mick, yeah. a.k.a. Joel Creasy. In our Logies episode, we had a great time with Joel Creasy laughing at the fact that Mick is a very unfabulous name for a gay gentleman. Fabulous gay That's gentleman. That's true, actually. But they kind of ditched him really overtly. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit mean, I thought. When he's like, what's the hashtag? And they're like, kind of giving each other looks like, oh, what is this abomination? <laughs> what are we going to do? Who are we going to do? And then they bolted in front of him. Yeah, that was mean. I didn't like that. No. Yeah, it was. that was not but, in the spirit. But thank you to Exposition Ellie for explaining that he was a stalker. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, that's true. We did get that. Yeah, stalking culture is not okay. They next bump into um, Jake Shears, gay icon Jake Shears. Uh, didn't know who he was. Had no. to Google him. Me too. But then once I Googled him, I was like, this is Sisters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I love the Scissor Sisters. But what was the have I missed something in popular culture? Like, is he cool now? Or, like, what was the context of I'm him guessing, being there? guessing he was famous and he was at last year's yeah, Mardi Gras. Yeah, I did enjoy that through Jake we got a mention of Grinder, which is extremely yes, rare for neighbours. That was brilliant. Because what? Aaron went up to him and goes, rough trade. And he goes, oh, I'm not on Grinder." And I just <laughs> love that because I was like, that's actually a great username yeah. for Grinder, rough trade. It totally is. So that was real. I thought yeah. that was brilliant. And I love that Aaron kept busting out his rough trade dance moves. So good. So good. Oh. Uh, and then they bump into um, Courtney Act next, who we all fell in love with last year on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, she because she is a star through and through. Go and Google some of her dances on Dancing with the Stars because they're incredible, particularly the one where she shows both sides of herself as Shane and as Courtney with the mirror. Oh, beautiful choreography. And I'm a little bit in love with her dance partner, Josh. Well, the UK listeners probably know her because two years ago when I was in London for Christmas, <laughs> I was obsessed with watching Celebrity Big Brother during that time and she was on that. Oh. Well, I think Shane was actually on Celebrity Big Brother, but sometimes Shane, sometimes Courtney. And there was this really interesting, and the English viewers will tell me, I haven't quite got this right, but a sort of not romance but almost romance between her and one of the other male housemates and it was a really interesting kind of relationship and conversation so I think the English listeners would have been very excited to see Courtney act oh and I loved the scenario that they concocted for Aaron was that he had auditioned to be one of her dancers and he got nervous and spewed in the middle of his curry that was fun I liked that and she reenacted it It was wonderful and she can still remember the smell (laughs) yeah oh and Paul gives a very sweet speech I loved that he, it was kind of introducing everyone to the event and he says, you know, Lassiter's are supporters of the LGBTIQ community and then he says, and my son and my son-in-law are going to be on the float and I just loved Aww. it. It was really beautiful. And he looked a vision as well, as I'm sure CJ can attest. I'd like to point out that five gold stars go to Paul and Therese for matching outfit, complimentary colours, black and gold. And Paul had a little gold on his bow tie, which is obviously a shout out to his lady. But also, Paul was like the only hetero man that didn't just wear a loud shirt, which I really enjoyed. I'm not going to dig too much into Detective Mechanic because he was just wearing what was in his suitcase. But, you know, stick some sake on some. Your brother's in the parade. Now, we're going to, we'll do Citizen and Shitizen. Oh, before. No, no, excuse me. We've got to talk about the Ceramic Pig of the Week, which is actually more of the horrific pig of the week. Yeah, I thought I was going to spare Kate. Kate, mate, what happened? So I didn't watch Friday's episode live. 
when I went to go and watch it on Saturday, I looked at my Twitter mentions and I had a mention from The Perfect Blend. We're all waiting for Remude to comment on the gas can scenes in Today's Neighbours. I'd suggest a deep dive, but I've had enough imagery for the day. <laughs> Sheila is waving a fishing rod around the house. Oh, yeah, she's just picked up Gaz Can's rod. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, God, I need to put this back in his room. So she barges into his room and there's horrified shrieks. And kind of grunts. Oh. And so then the two of them come back out of the room and uh, Gary's uh, tying up his bathrobe. Uh, and as Sheila said, I just put away your rod. And she said, I mean, put away your junk. Gary! Skype sex show with Prue. Harlow's mother, who is has just done a stint on Masked Singer UK, mm. Prue, uh, Denise Van Outen, she'll be back on the show, on our neighbours soon. Meanwhile, she's video sexting with Gaz oh. Can while he is at home with his mum <laughs> and just, you know. Uh, I just, I, I was... Like I just had my jaw dropped for like a good 10 seconds through that scene because that was sorry, that was gross. <laughs> but it was hilarious, I have to say. It was it, the, the way they were dropping in the innuendo. Because oh, she says you tackle or something too, doesn't she? Because she's got the fishing rod. And then later he says to her, stop flapping your trap yeah. about this. Oh, and there's just a just, lot. Oh. They must love it. The two of them must yeah. love doing scenes like plus, that. Plus A plus Colette reacting to anything. She's the best. It's just precious. I just love that they were going on to have a conversation about it rather than just saying, get out. <laughs> yeah, that's because she's worried. She doesn't want him getting stitched up by Prue again because she's left the cult. I-, I was hoping that he'd like lean in to like touch her or something like that. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, we'll go wash your hands. But also where was Prue? Like, was Prue just hanging on? Like, I thought a bit bad for her. Imagine imagine what was on the screen. What did Sheila see? She's like Sonia on the laptop. Yeah, that's right. hanging around. Uh, Maybe he closed the lid, so to speak. (laughs) And then for the rest of the episode, Sheila just sports that magnificent peacock number and is excellent as Cranky Granny, her queer icon status. Before Citizen and Citizen Kate, this week, Jane, plain Jane, super brain. Jane refers to herself as a sad, pathetic loser who will never love again. You are holding out on that saddest bitch sting. But come on, Jane's pulling it on herself. Yeah, but if you self-identify as a sad (laughs) bitch, you are clearly not a sad bitch. If you're self-aware, you don't need anyone else to tell you this. Is it like narcissists? If you can identify that you are one, you're not one. Yeah, you're working towards solving the problem. No, it's the saddest bitch is only ever given to people who go, oh, I'm not that bad, am I? Ah, so self-identification. All right, fine. What do we have, citizen and citizen? Uh, yes, I've got a citizen. Kate. I'd like to give it to evil Finn. <laughs> his, his week has been a joy. Thank you for coming back to life. Oh, that's good, actually. And, um, yeah, crazy eyeballs. Mate, that's iconic. And the, the crazy lurching acting, the twitching fists. The Oh, it was all just brilliant this week. Bravo, Finn. Welcome back. Beck, do you have one? Um, I am going to give citizen to Paul Robinson for being an ally to the LGBTIQ a plus community and putting the boys on the float, having the event and supporting it. I applaud you, Paul. It's a good good start. Next year, shout out for a few more employees to jump oh, yeah, on the well, float. Yeah. 
I'm going to say citizen to Paige Smith oh. for just washing her hands off of that dullard marriage. They're going to co-parent harmoniously. They had a celebratory separation drink afterwards and onwards and upwards for young Gigantor and family. Very civil. I'm sure that's that's a good co-parenting I really, as a indication. Prof- legal professional, I supported that, yes. CJ. So what have we had happen this week? Paige arrives back and Roxy acts the best I've ever seen Roxy act where she just throws complete shade at Paige constantly. Therese wants to get involved a bit too much with Paige and her relationship with former father and it turns out that former father is going to leave her for his one true love, Jesus. We could all see that coming a mile away, couldn't we? All the while we've got Paige and Mark just staring longingly at each other and to be honest CJ staring longingly at the screen because I'm loving Paige and Mark together. Lucy's back and she is like hey I don't know if anyone's noticed but there's a chemical terrorist that's tried to kill half the street living on the street and coming to all our events and Lucy woman after my own heart has realized this is not good for the Lassiter's brand and she tells Finn not to come to things. It's a wild concept, but I feel like we should have been doing that all along. And yes, she is right, because Finn is slowly becoming evil Millsy again. Um, I couldn't be more excited for evil Millsy to be back. He is the best. We've had some awesome conversations on the Neighbours Council. One of my favourites was the listener who mentioned Mary, who mentioned that the hottest that Finn has ever looked is when he crooked his tie after running out of the um, the shipping container he'd locked, you know, his immediate family in. And I wanted to hark back to our episode with Millsy where he told us that that was a personal touch that he put on himself. Um, my prediction is that Ellie is going to die We have seen already some spoilers that say that Mark and Paige are going to get married. We've got, I don't know, I'm sure that Kate has cleared us. We've got like three marriages and two babies and four cracked ends. I don't know what we've got. But Paige and Mark, run away with the baby. Some people want um, Darren to have it. But anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Now what we have to do is we're going to quickly watch the promo of the 35th anniversary. We have to think of it. We had Hotel Death Trap Week. But that's that neighbors gave us that hashtag. What's their hashtag for this monstrosity? Neighbors Endgame. I'm not calling it that. I don't know, but we're getting double the amount of episodes that week, so it's yeah. So are they going to be hour episodes? Do we know? I think I don't know, but I'm glad I, I didn't have a job. I don't know. I thought it was like more of a late night slot for oh neighbors. I don't know. I, don't know. I actually don't know. Whether I'd be that's an I'd Australian be up, thing I'd be too. Up for that. I haven't watched this. I'm I'm quite thrilled. I've seen a few slow motion shots of Finn on a boat like he's doing speed two. Um, By the way, Chekhov's boat license. Oh, yes. B can drive a boat. Yeah, obviously. She did it in Broome. In Broome. She's so skilled. How was she ever homeless? How did she get to Broome if she was homeless? She became homeless in Broome. I think homeless was post-Broome. For our UK listeners, Broome is a long way from anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere in particular. Just, I want to remind everyone, I, just, I took a two-hour flight from Brisbane to Townsville. Australia's big. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I would not be doing a two-hour flight twice in one day. No. So it says starting March 16th. I'm worried about state of life. Just a question. Is that the same boat that everyone used to own for a while? Oh, yeah, the sex boat oh, that they kept hiring out yeah. to each other. Did someone, oh, Piper was Piper went kidnapped adrift. in? Yeah, Piper was lost at sea. Was that it? something to do with Finn? Was that Finn that put her out there? I think so. Or I Sean. Think- 
or both. No, that no, was no. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And well, that'll trigger him. And also, this guy has got to be the island. Chloe's going to run the fire yeah. festival on. Off to French Island? Yeah. Phillip Island? Going to see the Penguin Parade? <laughs> just, I just don't, koala? just don't know enough local islands. There aren't any. Three deaths. You've always been good to me. I don't want to hurt you. Now, and who has always been good to him? Ellie hasn't. Susan. Susan. Carl. David. By the way, he picks up a big rock. B, I guess. Well, Susan, Susan hasn't always been good to him. She pushed him off. Yeah, because this Harlow. Harlow thing. Which, by the way, I, I forgot to say, but I felt at the time. I was Team Gary on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's not often you say that, but like, true. Mark, yeah. yeah, I look like a bit of spew came out as I said that. But he is seeing Finn interact with a teenage girl and he's getting flashbacks to when he groomed Gary's daughter. You are completely valid, Gary, and you definitely should be sounding mm-hmm. the alarm. Yes, agree. And Paul, you're in the wrong. Once oh, again, 100%. lately. Yeah. Um, a person who's always been good to Finn, Sean. Oh, okay. <gasps> Toadie. But what the hell is he wearing? Hang on, did, did we see what Toadie was wearing? Like a red vest? He looked like he was in a Boy Scout you uniform. You can't kill Toadie. Well, maybe he's just had enough. Yeah, it's been nearly a year since Sonia. He's been through a lot. Oh, hang on. That was a man's fist, I reckon, as well. I can't get through to anyone. It's the only one. <laughs> okay. I, Finn's got a bow and arrow. Yeah. He's hunting humans, I reckon. He's, uh, he's doing the Katniss. I'm worried about Toadie now. Toadie has always been good to him. Pierce is there, Quall's there. I mean, no great loss. Yeah. <gasps> There's a bomb that's going to go off at the Lasseter's There's wedding. A champagne bomb. So are the people going to die at the expo or on the Death Island or both? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's got to be both. Because remember when he, when he went to lock the Conway girls in the um, shipping container and Susan... He, meanwhile, set up the, the chemical cyanide. weapon. Yeah, cyanide in the school. So he yes. was doing two big things at once. <gasps> Look, he's, he's a multitasker. <laughs> this is why he was my citizen of the week. <laughs> I he, gets, he gets shit done. I cannot wait for this. I am like, I've been thinking about it too much. And remember that I saw Rob Mills IRL and he said, it's huge, mate. It's, like, yeah. it's going to be huge. Oh. He just filmed it and he looked exhausted. Was that the end of it, Kate? No, no, no. We've still got, oh, hey, we've still got okay. another 20 seconds. All right, let's let it all roll out to the end. Snakes in the pit. Now, this is a bit of a Kate-style comment, Mm. geography, but I actually think it is French Island because I've been glamping on French Island. (laughs) And that tent that they showed Finn and Ellie kissing in looks like the tent that I stayed on French Island. Where is French Island? Near Phillip Island. It's in Western Port. I've not been. I've never been there either. But did you notice where the scenes where they're walking along the beach, it looks like a yeah, pretty sad-looking wintry Victorian beach. But then at the end, everything's all like turquoise waters mm. and that. And I'm like, this is the harsh reality of going to an island off the Victorian coast in that the weather's probably going well, to be cold. You know who I had to work overtime that week? The colourist, who I've since realised, follows me on Instagram. Oh. I see him pop up in my Insta stories. Hello, sir. Hello. Tell us about those Calm blue waters. Um, you know who was also in that Up little cyan this week? <laughs> that little clip I forgot was coming back. Sky and um, Dylan, Dylan, and Lana, and Lana. But Dylan was asking Sky to marry him, and I want Sky and Lana to get married. So I don't know. Me too. I want maybe they can be Polly, the three of them. Yes. Um, 
so did you notice that Prue looked to be in a wedding dress too? Yeah. Oh, so how about they get married? That can be one of the weddings and then she just gets killed straight away. Look, I don't care about the sanctity of marriage, but I think five weddings at an expo is ruining the sanctity of marriage. Yeah. If you were going to ruin the sanctity, that's how you do it. <laughs> so who are we going to have? We're going to have Paige and Mark. And we've got Lucy and Mark. Yep. Yep. Gary and Prue. Dylan and well, Sky. Sky and someone. Yeah, Sky and someone. Married at first sight. It's got a had a gay oh, wedding. We did, see, a... we did see Ned and Yashvi with their arms around oh, each other. please spare I, me. No, I refuse to spare allow me, that. I will not allow no. that. Um, are there any more couples? Or maybe just two like promotion winners from the last two Lassiter's oh, yeah. guests. Mrs. Punt. Oh, a bit oh. Of Clive and Sheila would be nice. <gasps> what What about um, Jane and oh, someone? Des. This has got to be coming back because he, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And maybe, and it all turned out that he's Richard, and he um, was embarrassed to reveal that he was Des, but he didn't really steal her, her money, and he's all the money back. And I was just investing it in something for you. That is a bloody that's, long game, Kate. That's drawing a longer bow than the, the Katniss bow Finn was wearing. <laughs> no, nah, I'm sticking with this. <laughs> okay, Stradamus. All right. Well, leave us your predictions. Three deaths, five weddings. What do you got? Are you counting the cat? Hit us up at the Neighbours Council or at Neighbours Pod on Twitter. Kate, where are you? I'm at Remude on Twitter. And Beck Dahl. Chicks Talking Footy on Twitter, spelt Talkin' is T-L-K-N. Yeah, or just look up Joy. Yeah. And look at their programming there and you'll find The Bench and Chicks Talking Footy. You will indeed. CJ is at CJ the Hot Mess Mum. I'm at Vase on Instagram or Vaya Pashos on Twitter and we are neighbourspod.com if you want to access the back catalogue. And don't forget to rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. And hit subscribe so we pop up in your little feed. And patreon.com slash neighbourspod if you want to join Marley and be, we're almost up to 80. Oh God, man. Subscribers. Neighbours Night is imminent. I'm excited. I better reach out to some branding people and and ask if this is legal if we can do this. But anyway, I'll get on to that. Uh, Thanks for listening. Speak soon. Bye. Down at the beach there was this girl, the sexiest thing I've ever seen in this world. So I gave up on the surf and started heading away and wasn't really sure of just what to say. But I gathered up the courage and made my move. Yeah, moving down the beach thinking I was smooth. Now it didn't take us long and we began to chat. And as we got a little closer, I knew I was around.